Welcome to the Live to Shoot Podcast. My name is Jeff Dowdle, and I'm a licensed firearm dealer for the last 13 years. I'm passionate about our Second Amendment rights, and in this podcast, we talk about all things related to the Second Amendment, as well as I might throw in a sports story or something that's going on in our current environment. Well, hi, today is Thursday, March 11th. I'm putting this episode out a little earlier this week because we are heading out of town. This is our spring break this week, and we're just going to be out of town for a few days, getting out in the country and um, enjoying nature and being with some family and such. So we'll be gone for the next few days. So I wanted to get something out there. And this episode is really important because, you know, we've been talking about all the new gun control laws that are out there. But I want to talk about one that's not specifically a gun control law. But I think this bill, which has already been approved by the House, is the most damaging bill to our our constitutional republic and thus will be the greatest threat to our second amendment far greater than i believe any of these gun control laws are because it's going to enable the the democrats to become a single party that rules this country and make it almost impossible to uh, remove them from office and what am i talking about i'm talking about hr1 and hr1 is a and it's labeled hr1 because it was the first one that was filed this year and after they were so successful in manipulating the election in 2020 they decided that they now would codify all some of the tricks and things that they use so that they continue continue to use them going forward in the future so just to give you a brief recap of what hr1 does well first off it is completely unconstitutional it the u.s constitution puts the power to run and manage elections in the hands of the states and this is now taking that power and centralizing it in the in the uh hands of our federal government, which is scary because to allow them to completely run our elections. Some of the other things that it it mandates is it mandates mail-in balloting and 10-day delay to allow those ballots to come in. So as we've seen, we've been, after we've counted all of our votes, we've got 10 days to go and round up how many of our votes we might need to win the election. It eliminates voter ID allows for same-day registration, and it also prevents election officials from doing any type of uh, qualification to see if they're actually eligible to vote. Uh, And that's the theme through this is that anybody that can possibly fog up a mirror is going to be allowed to vote, and it's going to be very difficult to prevent them from voting. And one thing we have found and we, we have to admit that the Democrats are much better at cheating than we are. And I don't want to encourage us to get better at cheating, but that may be the only way we fight them if we allow this H.R. 1 to go through. The other thing it does is it prevents voter, prevents voter uh, roll, roll cleanup. So all these people that have died, moved away, we're still going to be mailing them ballots. We can't validate who they are, and they're all going to be coming in. And so it just it's just ripe for fraud. Um, it also then bans the preservation of the records needed to come back and then audit the election. So now we're opening up all these doors for fraud, and that, and then we're going to eliminate any possible way to check to see if there was actually any fraud. And then it mandates drop boxes and a 40, to be put out forty five days before the election. So now election day has become election you know, two months. And it's just uh, ridiculous. We need to go back to where you vote on election day. There are no machines involved. And 
we just count them, and by the end of the night, we know who won. And then the last thing, other thing, and there, there's a lot more. I'm just hitting some of the highlights, some of the ones that are hot buttons for me on this, is it legalizes ballot harvesting. So one person can go to, like we've heard um, the stories, that they can go out to a nursing home and sit down and gather up all these people's ballots and make sure that they, you know, they can make sure that they voted how they want them to, to vote. So you can see... If we allow this to get through, we're never going to be able to remove the Democrats out of out of power, and they're going to be able to gain more power. And the, that is why it is a the biggest threat to our Second Amendment because once they get in and they're uninhibited, they will basically be able to do complete confiscation. It'll make it completely illegal to firearms and remove the Second Amendment essentially from the from the Constitution. And we've seen the Supreme Court is not our friends. They're not standing up right now to protect the Constitution. They've got their fingers in the wind and they they're they're trying to just keep things quiet and not uh, stir up any controversy. So this is going to be a quick episode, but we've got some, we've got to get out there, and we've already talked about HR eight, HR fourteen forty six. Those are going to be coming up for votes very quickly. If you have not contacted your representative and told them to vote against it, you're in the in the then I. I encourage you to do so. HR 1 is now going to the Senate. Contact them. Contact Senator Manchin. Tell him to stand up and vote against this, not to remove the filibuster as well. These are certain things that we can put into place. We have got to fight these bills because they are going to remove our Second Amendment rights, and they're going to do it very effectively if they do. If HR 1 comes into play, and we can no longer really vote anybody, get any of these Democrats out because of all the different loopholes that they're going to be able to do to, to manipulate the elections, we will definitely be in trouble. So this is just, again, where we have to continue to fight. We have to get our voices out. And I don't care what state you are in. Contact every congressman across the country. You may not be there in their district, but contact them. Let them know. We have got to start um, and keep fighting and uh, defending our Second Amendment. So in the show notes, I'm going to have some links where you can uh, contact your congressman. I encourage you to do so. Uh, write them. Call them. Go knock on their door. Do something to let them know um, what your your opinion is of this situation. One other note, I'll just be I'll tell you, and we'll see how this goes. On Monday, I am getting um, audited by the ATF, and it's it is interesting. And during the Obama administration, I think I was audited three or four times. During Trump, I wasn't audited at all. And now I'm getting my first audit again in the the Biden administration. Don't know if it's a coincidence or. But I don't believe there are any coincidences. I will say our the ATF agents I've always worked with in the past have been great, and I don't see it differently. But it is something that does cause me a little little concern. Not fun to get audited, just because of some of the ramifications. So I'll update you on that next week. We'll talk more. We'll talk more about these bills next week and find out you know what the status of them are. If the votes happened, what happened on them? I'll be watching for that information to share it with you. So please. Follow me. If you like this podcast, go and and, and like it and uh, subscribe to it. Give it five stars. Follow me on all the social media. Reach out and email me. Do whatever you can. Let me know what your thoughts are. And, you know, have a great weekend. And I will be talking to you next week.